Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we had a really good conversation before this, but he didn't record it. And I'm a little mad about that. I'm a little hot. Yeah. I'm a hot about other things, too. But I'm a little hot. Well, you guys are forcing me to do this. So. Oh, forced. No, no, no. This is all Erica. I offered to do it on another day. I could see the look in your eyes. The two of the you despair. could have just done it. I didn't even watch half the show. Uh, yeah, but... You're, you're a host, for, Bob. I'm just You're a here guest for star. moral support, and you're supposed to be here as the host. The host, the one. The host? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's a host. I said he's a host. Come on. He's also the editor-in-chief. In-chief? Yeah. I guess you do. Well, who else? Who else? Are there any other editors? No. Okay, so he's the editor-in-chief. You jerks want to introduce yourselves? No, you usually introduce us. No, that's not true. He's Bob. I'm Alex, and you've been listening to Erica. Yay. Thanks for being here on Subtle Interference. <laughs> I was going to say, you guys usually introduce me. I don't introduce myself. Anyway. Holy shit. We promised Bob a quick podcast. <laughs> Which we're right. capable of delivering. We watched NXT first. Uh, well, this is our wrestling recap, yes? Yes, all wrestling all the time. If you don't, If you don't care about NXT TakeOver Philadelphia or the... 2018 Royal Rumble. I recommend deleting this right now. Yeah, just don't. Yeah, don't. <laughs> just don't. because there's not going to be anything Bob, else. Right. You're barely going to hear Bob on this. If you're here for Bob, if you're one of those people who's just tuning in for the Bob show, We're sorry. I would also recommend deleting this. Yeah, you better jump now, guys. I'm just going to play Sudoku <laughs> through most of this <laughs> and look up prices on TVs. <laughs> and tell us when we're too far away from the microphone. No, that's only you that does that. I know. I don't even know how. I'm kind of hunched weirdly, though, so it's a little uncomfortable. <laughs> so I try and lean back so you don't hear my breathing. We just need to get a, get you a headgear unit that will keep the microphone. Ooh, then I can wander. <laughs> <laughs> I can use the space. <laughs> All right. So we watched NXT first. Yeah, it opened with... Uh, it was the Undisputed Era versus Authors of Pain, right? That I believe the, first the tag match. match was first, yes. It was it was good. It was solid. It wasn't great. It was pretty good. Didn't set the good. house on fire, but it was no, solid. No, I mean, we've seen so many great NXT Tag Team Championship matches that, you know, when it's just pretty good, it's right. like, oh, this sucks. It's right. like, no, it was pretty good. It was good, right. If this was on the main roster, you'd be like, oh my God, this was amazing. Oh, if, if this was on, oh my God, compared to the Sheamus and Cesaro versus Seth Rollins match tonight. Well, that really just kind of suffered from going <laughs> right after the Rumble. I mean, but we'll get there. We'll that get was there. definitely in the death spot. Yes. Um. Yeah, pretty good match. I mean, anything crazy in it? Uh, not especially. Well, I mean, they told the story. They What was it? Akum hurt his leg. Yeah, early on, he hurt his knee or something. So, uh, the Undisputed Era kind of attacked that the entire match, and the leg factored into the finish, which is like, okay, that's yeah, that's how you're yeah, supposed to do a the, wrestling match. The Authors of Pain picked up the Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, for the Super Collider, mm-hmm. which is when they powerbomb them into each other and then onto the mat. Which is a great name. Oh, it's great. Unlike many of the names we found out tonight for moves. Well, I will also say, though, that wrestling moves are supposed to be called stupid things. What is the name of Kahiri Sane's awesome elbow drop? Oh, what did they the Sailing it? Seas or something. Something like that. Something glorious like that. <laughs> Turn the boat around. Something ridiculous. But anyway, well, she's a pirate. Okay, Alex. okay. We'll get there. If she did the elbow drop and then, like, Michael Cole screamed out, Turn the boat around! That would be better than whatever they said. I don't know about that. Come on, that name was terrible. Anyway, I can't remember what it was. It was moving bad. on. No, this is a critical discussion right is now. Is it? This is the critical discussion? How you doing in Sudoku over there, Bob? I'm okay. He's you playing are? Trivia HQ. No, HQ Trivia is only played once or twice a day at the same time every day with the entire game and gamer community playing at the same time. Oh, 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 oh. If you play Trivia HQ, you don't get to classify yourself as gamer. Fair enough. Ouch. Uh, second match. Well, how did we do on our... Uh, well, we'll talk predictions. We'll do it at the end of the at show. At the very end, yes. Yeah. Second match. When we finish NXT, we'll do that. Yes. Uh, was, that the, was that the Velveteen Dream match? Velveteen Dream and Cassius Ono? Yes. Which didn't really yes. do anything for me. I thought it was, yeah, it was a little slow paced. Dream is fantastic. The the problem is, is we're coming off that amazing Velveteen Dream 
Alistair Black, Black match. match. So rad expectations hell. are fucking high. We're very high, right? Because that and, had more of a story. I didn't really know if there was really any kind of a program behind this. Yeah, it felt a little thrown together. I feel like, you know, Chris Hero, Cassius Sono, usually has really great matches, and this just didn't come together no nah, it was a little weak it was a little slow it felt like they weren't on the same page at times it just didn't do it for me yeah there are a few moves that just kind of like happened and were very like what the fuck was that well there was like one time where cassia sono jumped and i think i think the velveteen dream was supposed to catch him and do the death valley driver and he just like completely didn't catch him because he's you know a really heavy guy mm-hmm. so he just blew that yeah but, I mean, Dream continues to be glorious. The character is, like, he's on some next-level shit right now. Um, was the was the women's match next? The women's match was, what, like, third. Yeah. Yeah. Because it went on earlier than I thought it, it did. Usually it's second to last, but I Depending. think they knew... Usually they do the championship matches are all last. Yeah. But this time generally. they were like, no, nah, that Aleister Black-Adam uh, Cole match is going to be insane. So, um, but yeah, women's match... Which was fine. I thought it was fine. It wasn't bad. It was it was okay. It, I maybe I need to watch it again. I feel like uh Ember Moon was doing a really good job of selling her arm, mm-hmm. but at the same time, the idea that you would be in an arm bar when your arms are already fucked up for that long from an MMA fighter for an extended period of time is of course comical. I mean, I know it's pro wrestling and you have to sell and you got to make, you know, you got to draw it out a little right. bit. That arm bar was sunk in for a good three minutes and they're just rolling around. Right. Um, I will say, though, I like that when they stay in the submissions longer, I hate like on Raw or whatever, like on the weekly show, when they are put in a submission and they immediately tap out. That shit drives Well, that's crazy. stupid, too. Unless you like, have a time problem. Right. What's the fucking like hold it for at least like 30 seconds. Fight a little bit, you know? Um, unless you're just some fucking, you know, some nobody that they just brought on the show to get fed to someone, but sure. no, I'm kind of into, uh, what, what's her, what's Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Her character. That's kind of refreshing did, did you, for Don and NXT. Did you ever, did you watch the Mae Young classic? No. You should watch her match with, uh, Kahiri Sane in the final. No, I need to watch it. It's been on my list. It's just when one of those. You should also are... watch the Kahiri Sane Tony Storm match. That was the semifinal. I'll just watch the entire Mae Young classic. Well, that's. That's also a right. possibility. <laughs> I don't know why Tony Storm isn't in NXT yet. Maybe she's just making great money on the indies or something. Maybe. Because that should be a immediate signing. And you know you know in NXT they love their Australian women. Oh yeah. Um, then it was the Extreme Rules match, right? Yes, it was Alistair Black and Adam Cole. Baby. This was a lot of fun. This is a good match. I enjoyed this. Thing. It was good. It, it had a story. Twists and turns. The internal story was great because Alistair was like, yeah, I, I'm not going to use shit. I'm just going to beat the fuck out of you with like my yeah. bare hands and feet. But then Adam Cole started wailing on him. He went for that. Uh, was it the flip off the ropes and Cole got him right in the gut? Yeah, that was like two inches higher and Alistair Black would never have fathered any children. No. That was a very the close one. timing was good on that, yes. <laughs> Uh, but then after that, Alistair started like, okay, I gotta, I gotta actually like use some stuff here. Cause, and, um, yeah, it got brutal. Uh, Cole, I don't know what the fuck he did to his hand, but he was bleeding Looked like, like a got sieve. A, you got a pretty good cut on his thumb or something. Yeah. Uh, because once they taped up his thumb, it stopped, but. You get a cut on your hand though, man. That'll like fucking bleed forever. Oh, that'll forever. bleed forever. Yeah. He was bleeding good. It was all over him. Match had a good pace, though. I mean, it's... You know, ac- f- accidental blood, always great in professional wrestling. Exactly. Like, I hate... Accidental. Right, accidental. Well, when they, like, obviously blade and they cut too deep and it's just, like, pouring, okay. that's like, all right, guys, like, let's let's take it easy a little bit. Alistair Black took the safest table bump I've ever seen in my entire life. That was funny. I, it honestly looked like he took a bump off the middle rope onto a mattress. It did. It was looked very comfortable. It's like it was like I take that bump. Right, I do. I mean, that. I'm sure it wasn't great. No, but, I'm sure it hurt, but it looked. <laughs> but in comparison, right. they looked looked fine. How it was bad like, it could have been, exactly. I've um, seen some bad bumps, and that wasn't one of them. No. 
but, 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 but no, good match. Solid stuff. Um, Black got the win, yes? Yes, Alistair yeah. Black won. Uh, the Undisputed Era came out to help ooh, Adam Cole. Ooh. And then Sanity came and out, And then right? Sanity came out because We've, they've got a little, they've got like a long-standing feud with them. We forgot about the um, uh, uh, Cole getting flipped onto the chairs. Oh, yeah. That he turned the chairs. Sick. They did the thing where it was like Adam Cole was going to suplex him onto the two chairs put together, but onto the seats. And then he turned him around so the backs met each other like a triangle, kind mm-hmm. of. And... Then, of course, because he set it up, he takes the bump. Ooh, and it was like... <laughs> and that did not look fun at all. No. I don't think there's a safe way to take that bump. Not really. Not especially, no. But solid match. It was good. It was probably the second best match on the show, I would say. Second, yeah. that Because the, cha- oh, Gar- the men's yeah, the championship match was yeah. awesome. So then, yeah, we had Johnny Gargano with Candice LeRae hanging out at ringside versus... Well, she, Alex, she was just sitting there to watch the match. <laughs> That's it. She was just there to support her husband. Right, exactly. Uh, didn't ju- didn't just get signed to NXT or no. anything. By the way, okay, whose arms are bigger, Johnny Gargano or Candice LeRae's? Candice Because she was looking jacked. She stacked. Kahiri Sane was looking jacked, too, later oh, yeah. on the Royal Rumble. I noticed that. Um, Because, as you know, if you're a woman in NXT... You end up looking like a bodybuilder within six months. <laughs> That's what yeah. you're doing. You it do. happens like every you're time, lifted, right? Man. That's like your job, right? Stephanie McMahon later during the Royal Rumble was like, Mandy Rose can squat 300 pounds. I was like, of course she can. All she does is work out. Right, exactly. But uh, this is for the title. Yeah, it was, it was Gargano versus Andrade Cien Almas with um, Selena Vega. The greatest manager in all the world. If you, say, if you want to win professional wrestling Who is matches. a delight, like top to bottom. <laughs> yes. Uh, the agreed. only beef I had was this maybe went on a little too long. Well, you you know what, though? You know Triple H loves his 40-minute main events. Oh, right. Yes. So no, that was sure. a given. Right. Um, but no, it kept me engaged for the whole time. Uh, you had a little uh, when after uh, Selena interfered the first time. Selena did a Hurricane Rana on Gargano where she tossed him into the ring steps, which led to a near fall. And then Gargano was on the other side of the ring later. Right in front of Candice. Yeah, coincidentally, right next to Candice LeRae. And Selena Vega was coming over to do something, you know. Stomp it over. It's great. <laughs> she was doing a power walk over, and Candice LeRae was like, Spear, bitch. Suck well, it. Well, I mean, the security should have done their job and kept well, the fans out of ringside. To be fair, if that was the fight I was watching and I was security, I would take my time. <laughs> but uh, I'd be like, oh, man, I'm running a little slow today. Oh, tripped. Oh, oh. <laughs> There's so much shit at ringside. My foot got stuck. This was a really good match. This had to be, this had to be one of the best NXT matches of all time. It was solid. It was really, really good. Yeah. Very enjoyable. Well, I mean, Johnny Gargano is Johnny Gargano is like... awesome. And these two have never had a bad match together in their entire lives. I'm happy that Andrade Almas is, like, getting it going, really. Getting something to do, yeah. You had a great match with, um, who did he beat for the title? Uh, McIntyre. Yes, Drew McIntyre. They had a great match, too. Mm-hmm. So oh, he's, he can go, man. I mean, really, you know, he was completely rudderless. Nothing was going his way. And then they paired him with Zelina Vega. And he's on fire. Well, I like that they made that part of the story, too. Because they were saying that on commentary. They were like, he got the manager, and suddenly it's all clicking. I like that. That little story shit does it for me. You know, they do that in NXT. They don't do that. Look, I'd be Oscars. I'd be listening to what Selena Vega said, too, especially if I was winning NXT championships. <laughs> it's like, sure, I'll do whatever you say. Great, you it's working. You can hurricane Rana whoever you want. <laughs> please, please keep interfering because it's working. You just keep doing it, babe. Uh, so that's NXT. Uh, how do we do on our predictions? Well, Bob came in third, two and three. Who did he get wrong? He was wrong about Cassius Ono winning. And he also picked Adam Cole to win, and he picked Johnny Gargano to win. So he went with some heart picks. Is there something you would like to show Erica on your phone? It it certainly looks that way, doesn't it? Biggie uh, tweeted something that's really upsetting. Is that a fat guy dancing and pissing his pants? <laughs> 
that's Philly, bro. <laughs> Philly. Uh, I went four and one. The match I got wrong was I picked Shayna Baszler. Went with my heart, as I do with all my wrong predictions. Always, it's the heart pick the that's heart. always wrong. It's the heart pick that just keeps fucking me. Exactly. And Erica went five and zero oh because she's an evil genius. Oh. Either that, or she had already looked at the results. It's I did not look at the results. I would have told you if I did. The only <laughs> thing that I saw was that uh, EC three was there. And I saw today that Ricochet was there. EC3 was there, Ricochet was there, and I've also heard that they signed Bobby Lashley. I'm assuming that's probably back onto the main roster, though. Probably. I don't imagine they'd stick him in. Bobby Lashley is so much better than he was when he was in WWE. So much better now. Good for him. What did the Maybe something will happen to Shelton Benjamin and they could just slide him in that role now. (laughs) It'll just be Chad Gable's new partner. Exactly. Your fill-in black guy. Here's your third black guy yay no the problem is bobby lashley has some charisma so that's not gonna work oh okay but chad gable can only be put with the charisma black holes who are athletic gotcha yeah did you like did you like jason jordan's selling of a concussion tonight he was like oh my head my head and he looks off into the distance i mean i didn't really pay attention to that match unfortunately but I thought the the structure of the paper, the main roster pay per view, was weird. I I would have done the would, rumbles back to back. I wouldn't have done them back to back, or maybe throw the championship match in between them. But I definitely would not have done them back to back, knowing that if they're going to go with the men first, knowing that Nakamura was going to win, because if it would have been Nakamura winning. The crowd's going crazy. They're so into it. They're loving everything. And they would have gone right back into another rumble. I think that women's rumble might have got really poorly received. And I think already, just because of having already saw that awesome Nakamura thing, they were pretty, you know, it took them a lot to get going again. They really didn't get going for the two matches in between the two rumbles. I mean, to be fair, they didn't give them... Well, from what I heard, I saw on Twitter, the folks that were there were like, literally everyone is in the bathroom for that tag title match. And I think, I, you know, I was surprised when... We'll get to it. You know what? Let's start with... So it started off with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens against AJ Styles. We came in like halfway through this. Nah, it was just starting. And, it was just starting. It and, was only 11 minutes and, in, so they do the promos and everything. The, the only thing, because it's like... They gotta be booking Shane to just be a dick at this point, right? Well, sure, he's a huge heel right but now. But this is all like on purpose, isn't it's, it? It's it's all on SmackDown. A lot of it, if I know you don't watch the show week to week, but a lot of it right now is teasing who's going heel between Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon because they're both doing kind of heelish things, but neither of them are outright being massive assholes. Now Shane sort of was tonight, but. Yes. But to be fair, Kevin Owens has like tried to kill him and stuff. So would you be worried about making a fair ruling? I mean, justifiable homicide, though, no? <laughs> is it? All I want is for Daniel Bryan to kick Shane McMahon in the face. And I'm not going to get that. But I will say, Bryan's growing his hair out. He's growing his hair out for a reason. Is he growing the beard out, too? I don't know if he's growing if the he's beard growing out. he's growing the beard out, Erica. But the hair, the hair is bad right now. It's in that really awkward, like, what you doing, sweetie pie? You gotta like put some like pomade in there and do something with it. The thing is, even if he's going to wrestle again at the end of the year, does it matter if he has short hair or long hair? <laughs> does that really make a difference? I don't know that it does. It might to him. Maybe. I don't know. I'm sure it makes a difference to Bree. Oh, well, I'm sure it, she's not pleased. He used to wrestle with short hair though. Back in the day, yeah. So. Even when like in NXT when on the uh the, I'm still here. <laughs> Bob is still here. Bob is still with us. And, uh, yeah, he used to. And then he, uh, when did he start growing it out? Kind of like Team Hell No-ish was when he was in, like, the awkward, like, length phase. Yeah, I think he had said before he just started growing it out without telling them. And by the time he was, like, halfway there, it was just, like, too late. Right. We (laughs) don't care about you anyway. You're in a joke tag team, so do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Next up was The Usos versus Gable and Jordan. Just kidding. Gable and Benjamin. We didn't get a chaos theory in this match, and I was very upset. Yeah, we that. almost did, but it got interrupted. I love the chaos theory. That's I loved it. I can't remember. Oh my god, who did it in TNA? It was like I think he might have 
might have been the originator of the TNA. move. There was a guy that did it in TNA. It was fucking awesome. And Chad Gable does it just as well. It's a great move. It's always awesome when he does it on big guys. You know, he does it on like Rusev or Baron Corbin. Or Biggie. That's also The great. last pay-per-view where he was chaos theorying the entire universe was amazing. Uh, yeah, I thought... Mm, this, this is a pretty fun. good match. Yeah. This is a pretty... I mean, compared to the other tag Comparable, team match. Comparable, yes, yes. For sure. Well, this the Usos, good. like you said, like with the new gimmick, it's just like... That, like they're they're a whole so fucking freshened world. up. Right. And they're the Usos are really good wrestlers, so they're pretty much incapable of having a bad match unless you're trying to fuck it up on purpose. Right. It was good, though. I was, I mean... I don't know if I would have put the titles on Gable and Benjamin. It does seem a little on the predictable side that the Usos are like always the SmackDown tag team champions. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with having champions hold on to the belts for a while. Because they were trading back and forth with the New Day for a while there, weren't they? Yeah, a little bit. I, I, I probably would have had the Usos win too. And then we went into the Men's Royal Rumble, right? I think so, which was surprising. Yeah. So that was kind of the thing all week, you know, for not all week, I would say for for a while now was which Royal Rumble would go on last. I I always thought the men's would. I kind of always thought the women's would open the show and then the men's would close it. But I mean, once we once the men's came on and now the women's are going, the women are going last. It's like, okay, we're more than likely getting Ronda Rousey if it's going last. And we'll when Trish, I mean, we'll talk about it later. When Trish came out 30, I was surprised. But so the men's Royal Rumble, this, I mean, honestly, I don't have a perfect memory of any, every Royal Rumble ever, but I know there's been like five or six really shitty ones lately. And the this last, was a great Royal Rumble. The last couple years of the Rumble, because the thing about the Rumble is the Rumble's usually great in its own way. I like the Rumble because it's like. It can be unpredictable. You can get some great character moments in there. I want to say maybe 2010, 2011. What was the one where Punk was coming out and he was like on the mic, like preaching during after he eliminated? Yeah, people? I don't you know remember. That was the same one where Beth Phoenix eliminated the, the Great Kali. Right. I can't remember what year that was, but I know what you're talking that about. That was a solid one. I enjoyed that one. And then that was a long time ago. There's just, been some really shitty ones lately. Last year's was bad. Last year's was really bad. Anytime you're having fucking Randy Orton win a fucking Royal Rumble in 20-fucking-17. Well, that was a surprise. You always want surprises, Erica. I like a surprise... That's a fair statement, but I like a surprise when it's not one of their quote-unquote top guys. Because to me, the whole point of a match like this, same thing with Money in the Bank, is you're trying to make someone new... Well, it gives you an opportunity to make someone who hasn't had a big push. Right. Because it's a it's, you know, one of the big four. It's the it's the headline event. Uh and you it's basically a free ticket to quick uh to a quick push. Well, and the other thing is Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, John Cena, they're Batistas of the universe. Any of them can go in, go into the or go on to Raw tomorrow, and just be like, "I want a title match." Oh, okay. It shouldn't be somebody who can do that in storyline, at least, because it's just like, "All right, well then, what made that special?" Because this person could just do that whenever, anyway. I mean, I think it does make sense occasionally for that to happen, um, but. You know, like we said, it's like the last couple of years have just been... It's just been garbage. Yeah, it's just been that kind of that, you know, because you had Cena when you had Reigns well, the, win, you the had whole Randy win. The whole pay-per-view. Yeah. Once they were like, oh, the Rumbles before the, the title match, everyone knew what was happening. You all knew what was going to happen. Cena's well, winning. Punk drops the title to The Rock. Rock I, v. Cena too. I think Twice in a lifetime. I'm not even just talking about who won the Rumbles. You know, the last like five years or so, well, they've, been boring. they've just been boring matches right. with nothing really happening. And they felt like they were endless. Remember that one year they did the 40 man Rumble? Holy shit. That was a terrible. I Royal actually Rumble. don't know that I've ever watched that one. You must have. You must have. Well, we you, you wouldn't right? have skipped. A Royal, I wouldn't have you, missed a Rumble. You wouldn't have skipped a Royal Rumble. 
I know Alberto Del Rio won that one. I just don't remember anything about it then if we watched it. No. But it is, it's just, this year, like, there was a moment when we were sitting there, and I was like, oh, well, that's cool. Everybody in the ring is, like, a newer dude, you know? And that was cool. Well, I think I made the comparison earlier between this and, you know, Money in the Bank. These are your two pay-per-views of the year where you have a real opportunity to, you know, give someone new a chance. Right. Um, and, you know, it just, it makes sense to take advantage of that. Right. Well, and giving Nakamura, like, or Nakamura ends up winning and we, he wants, he's going to face AJ at Mania. That's going to be fucking awesome. That's that almost was... a reason to look and see how much tickets cost to go see that live. No, 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 no. You, you want to spend that money towards a sweet 4K TV so you can watch that he's in the gloriousness. Wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> because let's be honest, pro wrestling generally generally better on TV than in person. Because think about how great it will look on that TV. You need to relax. Especially when the WWE app only sends 1080p and we'll have buffering issues and it'll start going in the middle of the match. Get all hinky on you. <laughs> hey, no buffering issues tonight. We didn't actually. I was shocked. Was pretty good. Because usually you get, there's the drop in quality always. Happens. Yeah, we saw it a little bit in NXT, but in general it was fine. No, it was like one second. Next but no, you're also exactly right about usually it's better to be watching from home. Well, that was the thing. The only reason, I you know, I think probably the only reason we have a really positive memory about WrestleMania 30 is because Daniel Bryan won and the arena erupted. Daniel Bryan won. Cesaro won the, the, the Rumble. We were sitting next to some pretty good people. But our seats were shit. We didn't have good seats, no. Well, you know. And, and to tell you the truth, if you're going to WrestleMania, you really need to go for all the indie shows. Well, you go for well, the... Well, that was part of the fun. Yeah. We went to a bunch a couple night, the few nights yeah. before. And just seeing, like... Because we went and saw uh, JR did a show. And we yeah. went, and we were standing in line for that. And we met these folks from Australia. And we were talking with them for a while. And that was awesome. We were at this one bar, and this guy was wearing, like, a, a Wade Barrett t-shirt. They were from the UK. We talked to them for a right. minute. It was just cool that there were like there was this real kind of convention atmosphere. Well, and I don't know like one of the things that intrigues me about this year is it's back in New Orleans. I don't know how well that atmosphere would translate to other cities because New Orleans is pretty small and contained, and there's this hub around the French Quarter where you know at night I guess that's, that's where true. you saw that's kind everyone of where you go right the roving like yes chance that right we hear i don't constantly. think you'd see that in other cities maybe not i don't know i think it depends on kind of the area around the stadium and like cuz like you said new orleans it's all within like 10 blocks of each other now when we finally get wrestlemania in chicago it's never going to happen we could have the roving bands they're never <laughs> going to do that It'd be awesome to have it at Soldier Field, but it's never going oh, to happen. At least do a SummerSlam here. No. We get... What pay-per-view do we get? I think we get Payback, and that's... No, we generally have been getting the Money in the Bank show. Nah, it's been Payback the last couple of years, I really? thought. Really? Yeah, we, we used Money to. Money in the Bank for a few years in a row. But, yeah, no. CM Punk's from here. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> fuck, fuck Chicago. Fuck those people. Yeah, but Nakamura ends up winning, so a really happy ending. Well, and the cool, I mean, the one thing that WWE has gotten a little better about is you can deploy Roman Reigns and have idiots like me go fucking bonkers. Be, oh, this is fucking bullshit. Oh, you were, He's going to find that I'm getting all hot, right? You were ready. You were ready to explode. Alex, I'm always ready to explode. As we'll get to later. That's my secret. I'm always angry. Well, here, here's a question for y'all. Um, with both Royal Rumbles tonight, they the were Royals set, Rumble. Royals Rumble. Uh, they were both set up at the end in a way that it was very like there was like it looked like it could very easily be a boring uh, or crazy. Well, and I also think pick versus you know someone who you thought was, was legitimately interesting, but it could have also been booked. Both of them could have been booked like the the four the the fourth person who gets eliminated. If you had had that with the person who eventually won, you would have had two fresh takes or two interesting ones. But they didn't do that. I think the women's rumble should have gone in a different direction because the men's ended the way it ended. 
Right. That was that that men's Royal Rumble. You know, later, I feel like I'm gonna end up shitting on the women's Royal Rumble, but it, it wasn't, wasn't like it wasn't bad. Like bad. No, but it was on the same show with what must have been one of the greatest Royal Rumbles ever. Easily in the last ten years. Oh, I easily. Mean, it's for sure the best one in the last ten years. Um. No, and it was to the detriment. And I mean. It, it was weird because, like, the women would keep, like, rolling out of the ring. So we were having a hard time. Like, <laughs> it was a lot of, like, singles matches with, like, six people laying on the outside. Right. It, it was doing, doing, like, the multi-man thing that they always do where it's like, oh, we're going to have a four-way dance. And it's like, okay, but two people are just going to get hit right away and lie on the outside for 15 minutes. Yeah, I don't know if until they, they come to. Or I don't know if they didn't trust the women to move out of the way or be out of the way or something. I don't know what was going on. Well, it'd be interesting to see like what kind of um, preparation they gave them for this match. None. Because if you think about it, like I mean, none of obviously none of them have done a Royal Rumble. They've before. done a lot of battle royals though, They've which is them. essentially the same thing. Yeah. Though I was definitely thinking like you know, hanging on the outside like that, there's a certain art to that. So every time, like, somebody that I wasn't really, like, you know, got out out there, it was like, yeah, they're going over. <laughs> well, and I looked away from the TV for, like, a split second. Nia Jax, like, eliminated two people, but they made it seem like he she eliminated, like, seven. But they're all just laying on the well, outside. Because everybody was laying, exactly. So it was like, what the fuck is going on? Okay, well... So before we just talk about the Women's Royal Rumble and Erica just completely loses her shit. I'm not going to completely lose my shit. I did that uh, already upstairs. <laughs> the Bar defeated Seth Rollins. Yeah, this was just like... This was terrible. Inconsequential, the match. Like, the, no one in the arena was paying this, attention. This was the bathroom break We match. weren't paying attention. And it's a shame because I like The Bar. They usually put on really good matches. But you're in the death slots. Oh, this was absolutely, without a doubt, the death match, for sure. And it sucks, because I do think Cesaro deserves much better. But yeah, it, was, it was nothing. It was bad. It was boring. Yep. So then we had Kane against Brock against... Go ahead. Braun! <laughs> this, was this was fine. Okay. <laughs> it was okay. I'm a little over the Lesnar shtick. <laughs> okay. It was great when Braun need Brock right in the fucking head. Shoot. And then Brock stands up and punches him right in the head and tells him to fuck off or something. I will say a lot harder than Braun hit Brock. Oh, Brock was like, you're getting the receipt, bitch. Right. Here's the receipt, rookie. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Calm down. Right. I don't know. I was just kind of like, yeah, I know what's going to happen. Kane's going to take the fucking pin and... Lesnar remains champion. Sure, I mean... And the march toward Lesnar v. Reigns continues. Yeah, Roman Reigns is absolutely winning the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. There's, there's zero doubt in my mind. Yeah. Maybe they'll do Brock versus Braun at Elimination Chamber. I'm not sure. If Brock even fucking shows up. Yeah, if he's wrestling. So, the Women's Royal Rumble. They started off by... Of course, giving Stephanie credit for everything under the sun. Mm -hmm. I mean, look... To be fair, we knew they would. Right. Then we knew that was so, coming. Right. I'm not, I wasn't even angry about it. No, it's still cringy. She, I didn't think, it's very cringy, but I didn't think she was, she was kind of like Percy. She was just there kind Ooh. of making noises, ah. didn't really say much. A little like comments here and there, but it was very like. Pointed out the obvious every once in a while. Right? Yeah, she wasn't. I really thought it was just going to be an hour of just stroking Stephanie's ego. I mean, and that's what I was expecting. It didn't happen, really. No, it didn't. It was a little bit, but not A little nearly. here and there, but not nearly as bad as we Cor thought. Corey Graves, in terms of commentary, Corey Graves fawning all over Mandy Rose had to be the highlight, because as it always is. Corey just gets it. You know, Corey understands... And God's he, greatest creation, Mandy Rose. He gets it in a way the other guys don't. And I'm, I'm sure he's getting fed stuff, but he's able to say it in a way that doesn't feel like it's getting fed. Well, and he's saying it in a way about Mandy Rose where... I'm not even saying not, just about Mandy Rose. I'm saying about everything. Well, no, I understand that, but I'm just talking about this. I think, unlike the king, who would always be super creepy... Hey, look at her like, tits! It was funny. It was funny, but it was still very creepy until it just got really sad. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the way Corey's doing it... 
it's not it's not cringy. It's he's fawning all over her. He's putting over the fact like like we can't see that she's insanely hot. But at the same time it's funny and it's entertaining. Like he right. had the line he had the line, you know, Stephanie goes, Mandy Rose can squat three hundred pounds and <laughs> what does Corey say? He's like, I know that. I know way more about Mandy Rose than most men should. You know, you know what it, I, I think it is kind of a little bit when Corey Graves says it, you you get the impression he's got this quick remark, but he's still engaged in what's going on. When King says it, you get the impression he's sitting there with his hands out like, I want to play with those titties. Well, because that's how he was in the Attitude Era. And, you know, so it's... And he's kind of a massive <laughs> scumbag. So, right. But it's... isn't that most post-pro wrestlers? Yes. I mean, look, the the biggest scumbag of all runs the company. Correct. So yes. it's kind of just no, like, right. it's just here the, we are. The nature of the beast. Yeah, I thought the Women's Rumble was okay. It wasn't offensive. Nothing really got fucked up. I was expecting something to get fucked up. Yeah. Um, nothing really got fucked up. I do think it suffered, though, from being on the same show, like you said, as yeah. the Men's Rumble. It was so much... It was fine, but it was so much worse than the other Rumble. I think it really felt like the men said, you're putting us on in the middle. You're not putting us in the fucking main event. We're sticking it to you. We're going to be follow this. It was a follow this. But there's nothing wrong with that. That's a good thing. You should always no, say you should want this. You should want competition because right, it makes exactly. the whole show better. And I think it was the first time they were doing it. Yeah, there was nothing. There was nothing egregious about it until the very ending of the show. It was fine, you know. I think you know. I told you right in the middle. It was like Sasha and Becky are going to be in this match so long just to keep everything on track. Well, I was a little in case people, right. in case people forget where they're supposed right. to be or right. what they're supposed to do or anything. We have those hands in there that you can trust. Yeah, uh, Becky getting eliminated when she did was disappointing. I would have liked Sasha it. getting eliminated by the Bellas. Yeah, that was a little weak. Talk about a fuck you. Yeah. Well, I mean. Um, but there were some cool moments in there. Um, lots of older women that haven't yeah. been around in a while. I mean, I mean, I mean you, had, you know, like Beth Phoenix was cool to not, see not, again. Not older, but just haven't been around on TV in a while. Beth Phoenix still looks great. But some of those little callbacks, like Beth hasn't and... Beth have, uh, hasn't Beth had two kids? Maybe. I mean, she yeah. still looks great. But Beth and uh, Natty, that little moment was great. Yeah, um, you knew one of them was turning on the oh, other. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, same thing with the Bella Twins. Um, the moments between Asuka and uh, Ember Moon was great you know just that little like callback the the oscar sasha tease yeah because that's a match everyone wants hell yeah uh bailey was very inconsequential i felt like she was in there for five seconds then she got hooked bailey's such a geek she's nothing she's she's absolutely buried she's on dana brooke level it's not great except she's good and dana brooke's fucking terrible Mm -hmm. although dana brooke with titus worldwide is good well it's a it's a spot right it's a spot that makes sense for her um, she's good with those two, but that's a, as a manager. As a manager, she's fine. Right. So Oscar wins by eliminating Nikki, right? Nikki turns on the final four with Sasha, the Bellas, and Oscar. This the Bellas eliminate Sasha, and then yeah, Bree's on the outside, and Nikki turns on her because if there's one thing that's consistent in WWE television, it's that Nikki Bella's a dummy. And uh, that's proven once Three again. Three Bellas a dummy, I thought. The, no, they're both dummies. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they're both dummies. Right, okay. They can never get along. Because, you know, women fight. Well, we are trifling bitches who are constantly jealous of each other. Can't be friends. Nope. No. It's impossible. Just always rivals. It's impossible. There should just be the challenge rivals. It's all women. Exactly. I mean, because that's just what we do. <laughs> the challenge rivals. Bitches. Trifling bitches. Um, so yeah, we, we Oscar wins. What else happened? What else happened during the Rumble though? Was there anything else of consequence? You flipping out about Ma- Nia Jax? M- Michelle Michelle McCool was running a freight train for a while, just for eliminating there, everyone. Yeah. Oh, oh, we can talk about this. Okay, so if a wrestler comes out that you like, don't chant for their fucking husband every how about, time. How about you chant for them? It's it's one thing to do it maybe once to do it when. Every single women woman comes out. Like just stop. Just don't it's like a just little stop stu- it. It's stupid. It's so fucking dumb. Just cheer for them. It's I don't understand. It was like that one raw after WrestleMania where they were chanting like "You suck, Cena," and "You suck, Brian." Remember that shit? Yes, where they I had do. That, ma- that was so. It's like 
Like real clear, like nice guys. Real you guys, life? that's the shit where people. That's why they they can't make any money on advertising from the commercials because the advertisers all think wrestling fans are trailer char- trailer park idiots, and you know I can't blame them there when you hear chants like that. Well, and you could even say you know it's a few people that start those chants, but then it's like everybody else is going along with it. You know, like you can chant that shit down. Yeah, that's I've the, been that's at the indie shows mentality. where some moron is chanting something dumb, and they get shut the fuck down. It's not that hard to do. But well, it's easier when there's only a couple hundred people. As opposed to, right. 10,000 or something. Right. In an arena filled with dummies. I mean, just look in the front row. I mean, there was a guy dressed as a taco. <laughs> That's kind of brilliant, though. But why Why would you want to be uncomfortable for the like for six hours? How do you maybe, know that costume maybe it's was comfy. uncomfortable? Maybe it's comfy. Let's be fair. What annoys me is the fans who go to try and get themselves over. Right. It's like, you paid how much money to sit ringside? Watch the fucking match. So, one of the things I thought that was interesting about the match was not many NXT women. They had Kahiri Sane, and they had Ember Ember Moon. Moon. Was there anyone else from NXT? The rest of the lineup was just filled out with legends. Yeah, I think that was it from NXT. Is that really surprising, though, for the first one? No, it's fine. I'm just... I'm wondering now, Alicia Fox was taken out of the Rumble, and someone obviously took her spot. Who would have that been, then? Who took her spot that wasn't on the show originally? What legends were on? Beth Phoenix. Because obviously all the main roster people were going to be on in the match. Kelly Kelly, Tori Wilson... Uh, Trish, Michelle McCool, Michelle McCool, Lita. Lita. Was that it? Am I missing anybody? The Bella? No, you can't really call the Bellas legends. Well, they're not main roster. They're not right. regular people right now. Yeah, I'm Maybe trying. Bree to... wasn't supposed to be. Nah, I would think she would. Both of them? You think so? Based on what I saw on Total Divas, I saw something on Total Divas that they were they're apparently going to be back from the ma- from the Rumble through Mania. So I think this was planned. Okay. I, I'm trying to think. Yeah, because, I mean, all these women. Maybe it was Jacqueline. Oh, maybe. Because Jacqueline comes out and she's just in a black shirt. Right. She wasn't in, like, ring gear. Everybody else Like, a lot in, of them like... had, like, specific new gear for this. Right, right. It might have been Jacqueline. Maybe. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I mean, it was fine. You know, it didn't blow my hair back, but the right person won. They're the right person. I didn't have any problem with Asuka winning. Mm-mm. The only thing that like put me off during the match was Sasha getting beat by the Bellas. That was kind of like, come on. I would have rather had a... If it would have come down to Asuka and Sasha, at least there's some, a little bit of intrigue on who's going to win. Right. Once it was Asuka and the Bellas, you know, you're like, okay, we know where this is going. Let's right. get to it. Exactly. I mean, even if it would have been Sasha, you still would have figured Asuka's going to win. But at least there's a chance. Right, exactly. Something screwy can happen, exactly. Um, so then we get to the end of the show. Uh, Your favorite part of the evening, Charlotte by far. and um, Alexa Bliss come into the ring, and it looks like Asuka's going to pick one of them to face. Um, and then, uh, what is it? Uh, that song by Joan Jett. Uh, I don't know the Reputation name. or whatever. Yeah kicks in and Ronda Rossi comes out. She comes to the ring, just stares at them. Points at the WrestleMania sign. Multiple times. And goes down. Does she shake Steph's hand? She stood there there was they were teasing tension between them since the last time you know we had to stop WrestleMania dead. In storyline the last time they saw each other, Ronda tried to take Stephanie's arm home with her. We stopped WrestleMania dead for twenty minutes to yeah, do a thing, which uh, annoyed me then as well. And then uh, she leaves. Yeah, so maybe they're going to do. I wonder, is it like a four way at WrestleMania? What's the match? I have absolutely no idea. Maybe I'm. I mean, I always felt like what was going to happen was before Mania. One of them, either Asuka or Ronda, would beat Alexa and then face each other at Mania. Hold on. I got it. Got it? I got it. It's a champs versus challengers tag match. The two champs are 
on a team, two challengers on a team, whichever one pins, both belts move. Mm. It'll be an untitled match. I'm not mm. even joking. That's exact that you know, you're probably exactly fucking right, Bob. Because we can't have multiple women's match on our main like shows. We gotta cram them all into one. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, obviously, no, we're, all, we're kidding. That's, gimmick, that's not going to happen. It's a gimmick. <laughs> it's not it's going to happen. It's a gimmick to make they you watch They have to fill Raw. WrestleMania. They have to put 11 matches on the show. That won't happen. You right over there? Bob the dog's on, Making the, noises. on, the, on his deathbed. He's <laughs> sleepy for some reason. Been sleeping on the couch all night. No, what annoys me, and it's we talked about this a little bit on the... Uh, our show proper. No one in WWE matters. Well, that None was none of these that, wrestlers matter. That was the main takeaway as you were watching that, and the Oscar, Charlotte, and Alexa stand in the ring, and Ronda's walking like around, doing dorks what she while wants. While she's pointing up at the WrestleMania sign, they looked like the biggest three dorks in the whole world. And Oscar or Charlotte. Should never look like a fucking dork. I mean, Asuka, at least she batted away the handshake. Did she? Yeah. Okay. But they just, they're just they just standing there, looking like complete dweebs, completely overshadowed Asuka winning. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we'll see what they say about it tomorrow night, where this is going, if they say anything. But, yeah, I mean, just look, on our predictions, you know, you and Bob, Erica... You guys said Asuka won, and you're technically correct, but I said Ronda would win, and I got to tell you, at the end of this show, I'd say Ronda won the night. No. Bullshit. I think we both got a W on this one. No. I think this is like a split. No. No. (laughs) No, it's just, it it annoys me, because it's, it's any time they bring any kind of celebrity in, be it Flo Rida or whoever the fuck, like shoving Heath Slater in the bag. Okay, okay, okay. Nothing remember, matters. Remember when Kevin Federline beat John Cena? <laughs> no, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. I think... I the think... only good celebrity interaction was when that stupid Machine Gun Kelly came on the show and Kevin Owens powerbombed him off the stage. How about when Seamus powerbombed Mark Cuban through a table? Good for Mark Cuban for taking the bump. Good on him. I think, you know... The only one that was acceptable, if I may, was Hugh Jackman punching Dolph Ziggler. That I was okay with for some Wolverine. <laughs> Say his name right. Excuse me. But... Yeah, I, I just, yeah. I don't know. What were you going to say, Bob? I'm sorry I interrupted you. Uh, you know, the the celebrity interactions are, you know, whatever. I mean, it's it's an attempt to, to expand the brand and show other realms of the world, oh, you know, so-and-so likes wrestling, so maybe it's not that bad. But, but you know, something um, that I've been reading a lot about lately is when – you're running a business, you know, which, remember, WWE is a business. Uh, you have to make sure you're taking care of your core market. Oh, but they don't give a shit about their core market. Which is so bizarre to me. Because, you know, Ronda should have come out tomorrow. It should have been the start of Raw. and That you know, would have made more sense. That would have been perfect. Give it would have accomplished the moment. It would have accomplished right. both goals because Oscar gets her moment. It would have been like, well, and more people would have saw it on Raw. Yeah, could you have imagined someone coming out after Daniel Bryan won at WrestleMania 30? I think we would have. the The crowd would have just murdered everyone down there. But right, you know, like take care of your core product first. Like that is what you need to do. Here's the problem with that, though, Bob. They're at a point where it's just the the idiots, and I include myself in this, who will always watch. I mean, I don't watch the weekly show anymore because it's all just the same fucking thing. I just read the recaps, and occasionally I'll tune into Raw. But the core is the core. The core is just there. They're not going anywhere. Well, the core is all that's left. Exactly. That's my point. So these people, you're never if you don't do stuff to pull eyes to the product. Excuse me, I, I said that wrong. If you're not growing the product and making the product better, so fine, you're going to be, ooh, well, Ronda Rousey's going to be on the show. Oh, okay, maybe I'll tune in. 
I tune in and all of the matches I see are the same boring fucking bullshit that they always do. Why would I keep watching? Or it's all this dumb crap that they always pull. Why am I watching this? I'm not going to watch this. This is garbage. Before I judge the whole thing, I want to see where they're going, who Ronda's going to face at WrestleMania and everything. Is she just in for this one match or is this more of a recurring thing? Those are the questions I have because if it's just the one match, God, you shouldn't let her beat Asuka if it's just the one fucking match. If a celebrity comes in, you shouldn't be beating the person who's going to be here tomorrow. If it depends on who it is. If it's if, if it's, it's a dastardly heel. If it's Alexa Bliss, she can take that loss and it really doesn't matter. Right. If it's Asuka, that's a that's bad cuz Asuka should her. not be getting beat by anybody. Right. Well, it's like a transitive thing, right? So Asuka, we have seen has run roughshod through most of the women that she's faced. Um very distracting. Um, so you're going to have Ronda beat her? That just means that everyone on your roster is garbage. Yeah, I agree. Ronda should only be beating, like, I don't know. I would be fine with her beating Alexa. But that would be a terrible match, which is why it's not going to happen. I, Alexa's not going to be able to lead Ronda to something that's acceptable. Asuka would. I don't know. I just think it's, yeah. I'm not about it. We'll see what happens, but... Eh. So, just to recap the scores real quick. I went 3-3, three and three, Bob went 3-3, three and three, Erica went 5-1. and one. She goes 10-1 between the two shows. Shabam! Complete domination. And I think we're good. Bob, you have anything else you'd like to add? Nope. Erica, thanks for being here. Sure. And uh, to Ronda Rousey. The greatest women's wrestler in all the world. Only behind Stephanie McMahon, of course. Hug me. Hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>